Welcome to Midnight Mystery. The following is a graphic tale of two business owners in a fight for their lives. On a cold December night, they are forced to play a game of twisted chance where the possibility of survival is slim. If you are squeamish, if you scare easily, if you are at all unsettled, then listener's discretion is advised. However, if you continue beyond this point, you must play till the end, no matter what is lost along the way. Are you ready to play? Liz and Sean stand holding hands awaiting a taxi. They hold each other close to keep from the cold. Did you enjoy the meal? Of course. It's just nice to have a night out for once. Yeah, it's been a while. Can we not get a single cab? It's alright, Liz. Here comes one now. The cab pulls up. Liz and Sean hop in. Do you just want to go home now? I think so. We can open that bottle of wine. Maybe a bath? Ooh. <laughs> All right. Sir, can you please take us to uh, Bloor and Young? The cab doesn't move. Instead, the driver turns to face them. A smile crosses his face, though it is slightly obscured by shadows. Hello, folks. How are you doing tonight? The doors lock. Uh, we're fine. Uh, can we get going, please? Have you ever seen the cash cab? This isn't the cash cab. No, it's better! Have you ever been on a game show? No. Well then, that inexperience may pay dividends and lead to absolute luck, success, and survival, or end in terrible failure and tragedy. What are you talking about? Sean reaches for the door to push it open, but it doesn't budge. So, I hope you're ready to play. Not that you have a choice. But first, our sponsors! What the hell? Let us out of here right now! For the benefit of those suffering from sleep apnea and or insomnia, generic brand Sleep Aid! Smoke fills the back of the cab, the glass shield protecting the driver. Liz and Sean hammer against the glass, desperately gasping for breath. Liz breaks off the door handle and tries to shatter the glass window. It cracks as she hits it. Her grip loosens on the handle as she slips into unconsciousness. The driver begins to drive off as Sean passes out. Liz and Sean come to as a loud screech from a speaker is heard. Testing. 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 Liz is first to come to. She looks around the room. Lit up in bright neon lights is the word showtime. The room is dark. Weapons are scattered throughout the space and barbed wire stretches across the length of the showroom. An old square TV sits in the middle of the room, turned off. A Super Nintendo sits in front of it with a single controller. Liz looks over at Sean, who lays prone on the floor in the corner. Welcome. <laughs> Step right up. Step right up, everyone. It's showtime. And remember, we're all about fun. Three rounds is all it takes to ensure survival. Don't worry, we're creating a new life, an inclusive environment to ensure peace. <laughs> Liz covers her ears and screams in pain as the music blasts. 
She stumbles her way over to Sean, who is now awake and scrambling to his feet. Are you okay, Liz? I'm fine. Sean, what the hell is going on? A mouse enters the room and skitters around, hugging the wall. Liz and Sean pay close attention to the mouse as host speaks. Three rounds is all it takes for you to have your life back. Make the right decisions and presto! However, if you don't choose correctly, or outright refuse to play, well, big trouble. And just in case you're thinking about going towards that door, the mouse makes its way towards a piece of cheese propped up against the door. Thin wire and cage mesh block the exit. A slight buzzing is heard from the walls. <laughs> well, we'll lose the audience, and we can't have that. I'm sure you'll agree. An entertainment program is nothing without a little shock value. The mouse nibbles at the cheese, and as electrocuted smoke floats up from its charred body, a laugh is heard from the speakers. We should just do it now! Press them up against the wall and buzz! No, no. We are playing with a strict set of rules, friend. Okay, you two. Introduce yourselves to the public. The audience is just dying to know its contestants. If you think we're playing anything, you've got another thing coming. You let us go right now. We aren't playing a fucking game. Oh, no, 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 no. Who no swearing? It is unattractive and not good for the brand. The sponsors would be appalled. Who the hell are you? Introduce yourselves now! Liz and Sean hold each other close, refusing to answer. Sean looks around the room, trying to look for an exit. He spots a blackened window high above and directly across from them at the center of the room, like a VIP box at an arena. Fine. It's okay. We have a couple of shy ones. <laughs> this is Liz and Sean. Business tycoons that have risen prominence with a few very successful factories. In recent months, they've come under some heavy fire, but you guessed it! Actually... Let's get started with the first round! I hope one of you likes video games! Pick up the controller, one of you, and press start! Liz steps forward, but Sean holds his hand out and stops her. He pulls her back. I'm not letting you go through this. I'll do it. Is that a little false machismo I smell? <laughs> you wanna play with me, you son of a bitch? What was that? I said I wanna play. Sean picks up the controller and presses start. A game begins with a cute bunny rabbit on screen with a math problem above it. The screen is bright and colorful. Three rounds, three answers. Solve the math problems and move on to the next one. Simple enough, right? I'm sure. Should be right up your alley, Mr. Numbers Man. Sean takes a look at the first problem. The bunny stands under a number. As Sean moves the joystick left to right, the bunny moves to the next number in the line of four. What's gonna happen if I answer these? I told you, you move on to the next round. It, it's a trap, Sean. Whatever this is, it, it ends badly. Are you saying I'm lying to you? What's gonna happen? That's all I'm asking. And I have answered. By the way, I should know that you have a random timer on every round. 
Could be 60 minutes or 60 seconds. Tick tock. Answer him! What's gonna happen? Why do you want to know so badly? Why not just play? You scared? Wouldn't you be? I already was. How does it feel to have your safety in question, huh? Sean stays quiet and then takes a deep breath before he tightens his grip on the controller and reads out the math problem. Uh, 8 minus 3 equals... Move the bun. 5. Oh, ridiculous. 2 plus 1 equals... 3. Careful, Sean. It's fine. Last one. 4 times 4 minus 10... 6! projector turns on in the room. It lights up a massive video against the wall. In its warped visuals, it shows a video of an old man sitting in a chair in front of a TV. <gasps> Dad! That's right. Your father sits comfortably watching TV at home. Little does he know, you have now dispatched my lovely partner to his address, 536 Rutherford, for an exciting visit. We'll check in with him a little later. What? I wouldn't cuss if I were you. What did I just do? You passed the first round! You should be very proud. You put your wife's father in danger! That's bullshit! You did that! You tricked me! Oh, actually, hang on, Sean. Let me crunch the numbers here. <laughs> yep! Outsmarted you! Zero to one, Mr. Banks! You're gonna need to pick up your bootstraps if you want to improve your percentage. You're up next, Liz. <laughs> step right up, step right up, everyone. I'm still playing! Not the rules! Oh, I'm afraid there are no substitutions! Next up, the lovely Liz. 42 years old, born in Winnipeg, and moved to Toronto to start a life with Sean. How the hell do you know all this? Soon after, they opened their first factory. Liz spent many years cutting out the competition. Business is business, after all. What is the next round? <laughs> Contracts coming in left and right, and their attention to recycling was truly inspiring. But, underneath, low wages, longer hours, throat-cutting techniques you wouldn't believe. They work them like dogs! But changes were made. Maximize profits! As the business grew, so did cost! Shut up! And tell me the next round! The room falls quiet for a moment. Sean walks over to her and quietly speaks into her ear. Let's get out of here, Liz. There's nowhere to go. Some bastard we fired is trying to get back at us. Some sick game? I think they're bluffing. Nobody could possibly... Fine, next round! Whatever is happening is just in this room. We play the game, we escape. I really don't think that it's that simple. Stop talking! You have no right! No fucking rights even be near each other! We should separate them! Beat them to a bloody pulp, that's what they deserve! Jacob, Bobby, remember, we're having fun! We're trying to create a relaxed and inclusive environment so that everyone has the chance to succeed, no matter their race, age, or gender. <laughs> Sounds about as legitimate as when you said it, don't you think, Liz? Who's Jacob? They don't even know! See, they never even cared! Alright, next round! But first, how's everyone doing out in TV land? <laughs> yes, we're all having a great time! 
Two papers slide under the door, taped to two flat boards. Sean and Liz pick up the papers and return to the center of the room. Two employees' files are in front of you. Positions, salary, time with the company, age, gender, you name it, all the info you need to let one of them go. Which one of these poor souls have got to go? This is a joke, right? Who are they? I don't recognize these names. They're not real people. They don't work for us. Why are you talking, Sean? This round isn't for you. I'm just picking people who don't exist? I don't normally do this, but you're running out of time. We're losing the audience here, and nobody likes a bore. Liz looks down at the sheets and begins to read. This is stupid! Whoever Maggie is, I pick her. She's fired. Hmm. Interesting choice. Do you mind, for the folks at home, just reading out her credentials or lack thereof? Maggie Smith. 48 years old. She's a line worker who's been working for the company 26 years. She makes $17.50 an hour. Recently lost her son to cancer. Her husband is currently awaiting a heart transplant. Oh my god. Oh. Oh no. Wait, wait a minute. See? That's the problem. Everyone is expendable. Therefore, nobody's worth remembering, right? But hey, looks like you're saving that 1750. What will you do with your earnings, I wonder? No. Please don't. She was real? Excuse me? Sorry to interrupt, but I hear we have a caller on the line. Well, this is a very special call. Please welcome Margaret Plummer. Margaret, you're on the line with your bosses, Sean and Liz. What's going on? Oh, shit. Guys, are you there? We're here, Margaret. Who is this man? What are they doing to me? He said you know him. Please, don't do this. Is there anything you'd like to say to Margaret? This is a very special occasion, after all. You're gonna be okay. That's not it! Tell her what you just decided! No! <laughs> now, now. Liz the ruler! It could be much worse if you don't do it. What are you doing? Get away from me! You're hurting me! We could make you watch. Say what you've decided about her future. Liz looks down at the file, then looks back up, tears streaming down her face. It's the only way to get to the next round! All right, stop this. This is insane. Ah, all right, put up the video. You're fired. Oh, God, I'm so sorry, Margaret. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know. Please, I, I didn't know. Forgive me. <laughs> well done, you two. Seriously, clap, 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 clap. We wish Margaret all the best in her afterlife endeavors. <laughs> Liz drops to her knees and weeps. Sean holds her, covering her up almost as a protective shield. And we've got the audience back! Make a mental note of this, Jacob. We needed fresh blood! Go to hell, you bastards! And on that note, we'll take a quick break. We'd like to speak to the viewers now about the importance of cancer research. <laughs>
Sorry. Just kidding. It's a word from our sponsors. Feeling down, like you've made a terrible decision. Can't sleep at night. Can't focus during the day. No stresses. It's okay, Liz. It wasn't your fault. Why are they doing this? I, I don't know, Liz. We are bad people. We didn't do anything wrong. I don't want to get out of here. I want to go home. We will. We will. I promise you. What about my dad? Listen, nothing's going to happen to him. I love you, Liz. Oh, I love you too. You can do this, all right? All right. We can get out of this. Sean stands up and marches to the table with the Nintendo on it and flips it over. He picks up the controller and throws it at the blackened window. The force causes the window to crack. He picks up a bat laying on the floor and throws it against the window as well, causing it to break and revealing Jacob. He stands looking down at them. <laughs> you want to see Margaret? Jacob steps back into the darkness for a moment. Jacob? What's all this about? Jacob returns to the window. Can you honestly not guess? Because we fired you? No, because you ruined my life! I busted my ass for you. I had a kid on the way. I did everything you wanted, but you cut me. Over the damn phone? Yeah, cost cuts. I was just a number to you. So all of this? You do all of this? This is a reasonable response? No. No, it isn't. I know it isn't. It's just fun. Jacob steps back and disappears into the darkness again as spotlights illuminate the showroom. Final round, final decision! Enough with the games! You want an apology? Huh? You want to hurt us? Then hurt us! Hurt me, you damn cowards! Well, that's certainly a possibility. You seem to be very efficient in the murder and mayhem category. I'd say you're downright good at it. Screw you! Ah. Points deducted. Liz Gap. This is a two-player round. Leave my wife out of this and deal with me. Oh, be still, my beating heart, Romeo. But the rules are rules. I already seen Jacob. Who are you? Hmm? Another guy we fired? Huh? His brother? His kid? Who are you? Play the game and you might just find out. This isn't a game, asshole. You're killing people. I know. I've been doing this for years. Liz stands up and stands beside Sean. What? Well, when Jacob came to me after you rejected and neglected him, I was horrified. So I told him who I was and what exactly I do. You kill people? And this room in particular has seen a lot. And now, the final round. Let's check in with Pops. He's important for this one. The projector lights up again, showing the old man with his arms and body duct taped to a chair. A man stands behind him, dressed head to toe in black, bits of him cut off by the broken window. Jacob here isn't the only one you've pissed off, it seems. <laughs> so here's how this one goes. You'll need to pick up the table there, Sean. You'll need to place your arm on that. If you think- He doesn't think anything, you're gonna do it! You'll have a random amount of time to make one simple choice. See those items there, Liz? You're gonna use one of them to cut off your puppy's arm! <laughs> Are you crazy? Probably. But if you don't decide to do it to your husband, you can choose to have it be done to dear old dad. 
saves you having to summon up the courage to get your own hands dirty. Am I right? Liz and Sean begin to panic among themselves. And... Wait! Begin! Oh! Oh no! Oh, what are we gonna do? Just calm down. Let me just think about this. Sean frantically walks around the room. He sprints to the door and pushes, but is shocked by the mesh blocking the way. He screams in frustration. Liz looks around the room. She looks down at the cleaver next to her feet and tears up. Sean, just give me a second! Sean paces around for a moment more before rushing back to the table and picking it up. He slams his arm on the table and holds it in place with his other hand. You have to do it. No! I can't! I won't! You have to, Liz. He'll kill your dad! Sean, I can't do it! Please. It'll be fine, Liz. You've got to. Liz picks up the cleaver and hesitates a moment. She struggles as tears stream down her face. The ticking grows louder as she holds down Sean's arm. She lifts the cleaver, but Sean moves his arm and lets out an agonizing yell of frustration. Come on! He slams his arm back down on the table and closes his eyes. Don't tell me! Just do it! Okay! <laughs> Just... <laughs> so sorry, Sean! Liz takes deep breaths and holds Sean's arm again. She lifts the cleaver above her head. She tries to bring it down, but stops herself and screams. <laughs> I did it. I ran a business. I won't apologize to you freaks, no matter what you do. Liz! Fine. Time's up. You don't want to play. Stumbled at the last hurdle. No problem. Just no now. Because of the... You, 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 and you, you'll have to kiss both their asses goodbye. The lights cut out in the room. It is pitch black and silent. Liz. Liz? Where are you? I'm here. Oh, take my hand. The lights come back to reveal Sean laying on the ground, clutching his chest. Blood oozes from his wound. Liz presses her hand on his chest. He flinches in pain, but breathes heavily. She looks up at the projection of her father now hunched over in the chair, blood pouring from his body. The projector cuts off and a spotlight appears on Jacob and Host. <sighs> How's everyone doing? Wonderful. Liz, is there anything you want to say before we give our goodbyes? <gasps> Please. Now, now, Liz. If there is one rule that I live by, is that I have no sympathy for people who blow their chance. Because in my world, there are no second ones. Liz looks up at them. Finally, she realizes who they are. She sees Jacob, the man she fired, and the host. Thanks for playing. 
the room is once again plunged into darkness.